Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, Clearview Artificial Intelligence has caused a fuss over privacy. It has now been hacked and its client list stolen. Uh, Clearview AI, a startup that compiles billions of photos for facial recognition technology, has lost its client list to hackers. The company said that it has patched the uh, flaw that allowed the breach to happen. In a statement, they say, well, security is the company's top priority. Unfortunately, data breaches are a part of life. Is that the way we is? <laughs> it's just a part of life. It's going to happen. It's all part of life. Uh, our, servers were, our servers were never accessed. He added that the company continues to strengthen its security uh, procedures and the flaws that have been patched. Uh, to talk more about all of this and get some up-to-date information, Dave Mason is with us, Director of Enterprise Security, uh, Dark Trace, and is on the line now. Dave, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Yeah, nice talk to, nice talk to you, Scott. What can you tell us about uh, Clearview AI? Okay, Clearview AI offer a offer. Well, I'm saying offer right now, but it will be offered in a few days' time. They offer a service whereby you could uh, put a, upload a photograph to their database, and uh, their software, their artificial intelligence, would then be able to identify the person in that photograph by comparing it to literally three billion other images taken from um, internet sites, basically from around the world. The actual technical term is scraped. I they scrape the images off basically the entire internet. Uh, so you can compare the photograph and then hopefully identify that person. That's basically what they offer. Who would use this service? Well, um, hopefully it would be uh, the good guys. So the big contro- controversy that's been in the States and is just broken out here in Canada is that some police forces were using it. Uh, all our li- your listeners should understand, I'm, I'm very confident the police were doing it for a good thing. They were doing it for a good reason. Uh, they were taking photographs, images of individuals potentially connected to uh, a crime and then trying to identify them and then using the database, loading them up and then comparing them and trying to identify whoever it was they were looking for. And in the United States, they seem to have had quite a fair bit of success in actually doing that. But the real question is, where did all those images come from? And did Clearview really have legal access to these images? And if the database turns out to be pretty much illegal against privacy, then the police probably should not be comparing the images that they have against those databases. So uh, Clearview may have stolen these images, you're saying? Well, Clearview will take Or, or take them off anybody's public site, I guess. Yeah, that's what they're, they're saying. They're saying, look, this was publicly available. It literally is available. Anybody in the world, yeah. if you had the time, you could go and find all those three billion images. It would take most of your life to do it. But are they really publicly available? Because if you take them from sites like Twitter, Facebook, Venmo, um, uh uh, other social media sites, you'll find that it, that isn't actually correct. A lot of those sites have since uh, written to um, uh, to Clearview and said, deceased, stop doing this immediately. This breaks our terms and conditions of uh, service that we apply to our customers. Mm-hmm. I.e., when, when I or you join Twitter, we may be putting pictures of our, I don't know, our family on there. We're doing it on the grounds that it's only for Twitter. It's only for my use on Twitter. So, in other words, Twitter and Facebook can use those images for whatever they want, but there's no way other people can come in and cultivate them. Um, yeah, kind of like that. I, I suspect there's the restrictions of what Twitter and Facebook can do with them, although you'll have seen controversy in the past with other companies using Facebook for various reasons. Um, but pretty much, there are, there are limits to what they can do. But Clearview just took them. Uh, and didn't ask permission and put them in a database and, and, and was making money out of it. Now, the fact that they've taken them and maybe, maybe illegally, 
um, and now has lost them, how does that how does that change the scenario? The fact that okay. the fact that this is a company that was using such sensitive information like facial facial recognition should they be even more secure than the average site? Well, there you go. You think if police forces were going to use a commercial database, they do due diligence to make sure that it was absolutely yeah. secure in the first place. As I understand it, the images haven't been lost. What's been stolen is the list of customers and the numbers of searches that the customers have made. Now, let's just hope and pray that that's all it is. If what's been lost is the, the identities of the people they were searching, then we're in real trouble because those where the police forces will have been live, judicially run investigations, and they'll basically now have been exposed to whoever's taken that information. But as I understand it, it's the customer list and the number of searches that they've done. But what it will say to you is, well, hang on a second, guys. If you can't protect that, what can you protect? Yeah. And... Often, you get this in uh, physical uh, physical technology. You'll hear about it all the time. Somebody invents a gadget, gets it on the market. A few months down the line, there's something wrong with it, and they have to fix it. In this case, Clearview have now said they've patched the issue. Because basically, they've run off the market, and maybe they haven't really clearly thought through what exactly is they're doing. Mm. And at the same time, they haven't thought about the security of what they might be doing. And they've uh, been found out. Somebody's broken in, and now they're applying the patch. Well, yeah, even in their release, it says, unfortunately, data breaches are a part of life. Our services were never uh, accessed. Uh, can you use that? You say, hey, this happens all the time. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, we're hearing I, of all I, these I, large companies. You know, I can't see that being defense in a court of law, to be perfectly honest with you. In this sort of cyber war that we're in, that's what it is. It's a war, but there are battles to be won in the war. And what they're effectively saying is, you know, there was a battle, but we're not going to fight it. We're not going to do that for you. But they shoot. Uh, no, that's that's not a defense. That's not a defense at all. So, as far as Clearview, uh, too big, too fast, growing, getting this stuff without being prepared for, uh, well, without being prepared how to handle it. Uh, that's what it looks like. Um, and unfortunately, some police forces, including here in Canada, may have gone in. I mean, they've done it for, the good, for good reasons. Let's not forget. This isn't about Toronto Police Service trying to take over the world or, re- you know, capture your mind. That's not why they were doing it, because they're trying to find potential criminals. Uh, but they maybe uh, should have uh, maybe done a bit more research before they, uh, they, uh, they tested out the product. Uh, yeah, we've had situations here in Hamilton where that was uh, brought up, where officers were just trying it out uh, on their own, but the police service not using it. Uh, does it matter that police have used it? How does that change the discussion? Well, it's not normally the police um, taking images and comparing against their own databases. Databases of in- images that they have you know, properly judiciously obtained. So there's nothing wrong with that at all. And there's an absolutely really good justification for using artificial intelligence to help them do that searching. So basically what would happen here, Dave, just just help us understand this in the sense, so for example, say a police department uh, had an image, had a face they were looking to to recognize, they would just implement that into the Clearview system and they would go through these billions of, of, of pictures or whatever and try to find a match. Is that accurate? That's that's basically what it is, yeah. Or the police or whoever has actually signed a contract with Clearview. And it's not you individually, because although I said, yes, you could physically try and go through 3 billion images, you're not going to do that. Clearview have an artificial intelligence system that will do that search for you, because AI can do this kind of thing. It can handle mass bulk data and get your results in minutes, if not seconds, rather than thousands and thousands and thousands of man hours trying to compare those photographs. But if the police were doing a legitimate search on their own databases... It's all right to use AI because you're cutting down police time. But you're going to be able to solve crime faster. If you're and you're doing it within people. your own system, right? You're doing it within your own. And you're doing own. it legitimately with properly taken images on, yeah. a, on a properly authorized database. That's fine. 
You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Um, can this, could this compromise some investigations where police have used this in the past? Uh, well, that's that's the thing. Is it the, we we know that um, what I've seen in the press is what was what was stolen was the list of customers and the number of searches. What's more worrying would be if it was actually the full search itself, i.e., the image, whatever they loaded up. Um, maybe they had to put some details in the investigation and not entirely sure, maybe a name, whatever, and the results. That would be an issue because those would be live uh, investigations that have now been compromised. And, you know, that could lead to uh, serious issues um, for the people involved, particularly if they were subsequently found not guilty in a court of law. So is, uh, you know, we often hear when companies have been hacked, obviously it's a PR, a PR nightmare for them and they have to do whatever to rectify the situation. Is this going to be a lot more damaging to Clearview because of the circumstances? Because A, it's sensitive information and that they may have scraped these illegally or not with getting proper, uh, proper authority to do so. Does this change this hacking case over the others? Uh, I don't know if it'll change the hacking case because the bad guys who've hacked them won't care. You know, they're not going to care about bad as far, What about as far as charges to the company, though? Uh, the charges to the company, well, that's what we'll wait to see. Um, I'm not sure if the Office of the Privacy Commission has actually started a formal investigation yet. I know the Privacy Commissioner of Ontario is certainly looking into it. He's been talking to police services who've tested out the system. I know down in the States there's been uh, quite a few issues uh, raised. There's been a few senators. Uh, made complaints and some of the states are looking into um, police forces who've used it. Um, the devil will be in the detail once the inquiries have, um, have worked their way through. Um, we're gonna kind of, pretty much going to have to wait and see. Um, what is for an absolute fact is Yahoo, Twitter, Facebook, Venmo, Police, they have been writing to Clearview saying, stop, you do not have our permission to take the images from our databases. Uh, and I think that'll be a real issue for them. You know, when you think about it too, Dave, I mean, here are companies like Twitter or any of these massive, or Facebook, any of these massive social media companies, they've taken a long time to assemble all of this data, all of these images, and then all of a sudden a company can come in and just grab it all and put it into their database and then provide a different service with it. Is that legal? Uh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, that's a, a very good point. It's like Facebook someone and Twitter does all the work. They cultivate all of this stuff, and then someone just goes in and cuts and pastes it and uses it for something else. That's right. Um, well, maybe one of those big big social media firms might try and buy Clearview. Who knows? Yeah, but, uh, there you go. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, I don't think they'll be joining them. Uh, I think this has really raised it, uh, a lot of issues, not just in Canada, but importantly in the States. Member States, the big, the big, big country, you know, if they decide something's wrong, everybody's going to decide something's wrong. Let's, um, let's elaborate. Be, Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. I, I just think there's about to be a bit of a, a, bit of a, pause, for, uh, a pause for thought uh, around the whole subject of um, um, uh, image databases and, um, you know, uh, visual, uh, image recognition, recogni- recognition on the streets, that kind of thing. Why um, is this? Insight. Why is this issue so sensitive? Let's expand on that, Dave. Why is this okay, whole AI so, thing and facial recognition so sensitive? Okay, okay so you've got, let's say we've got a big database, three billion images. Let's say it's an image of every single person in the world. It's being scraped from social media sites. People write lots of things about themselves in social media. They might say who they are, their names, their addresses, their dates of birth, who their children's names are, where they live, what they like to eat, where where they prefer to go on holiday, and all of a sudden that's been scraped off by somebody. You could then use some basically um, smart spectacles. You'd be literally walking down the road and your smart spectacles are spotting people, checking that image on a database and then telling you through an earpiece perhaps 
you know, that complete stranger, that's Mike Smith. He's age 46. Wow. He's a Sagittarius. He lives in, um, he lives in Hamilton. Um, he's a surfboarder in wintertime. He got a degree from McGill. Oh, my. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. And blah. literally, you know, you painted quite a picture here, Dave, about people just walking down the street with glasses on and all this information coming at them as people are walking by them. And you'll never know it's happened. Is this another example of the technology outpacing the laws of the land? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, there will be investigations here in Canada, and uh, I think uh, there's going to be a subcommittee up in Parliament about this. I just can't remember the name of it, probably because it's too long. And there'll be inquiries in the States. But here's the problem. Government and legislation simply cannot keep up with technology. They just can't. It's just moving too fast. And right now in Canada, we've got a minority government. What do you think your chances are of getting legislation through in an issue like this in anything like a feasibly good time? It's going to be really, really difficult. That's the issue here. Legislation will struggle to keep up with this technology. So is this a good thing? Is facial recognition a good thing? Is it somewhere we should be going, or is it too far down the AI path? Facial recognition is probably a good thing when it comes to finding basically bad people, okay? Um, if you can stop crime, if you can, save ha- if you can stop harm, you can save lives, then it's a good thing. But we're going to have to balance that with the more general aspects of privacy. People's, um, you know, right to keep themselves to themselves or themselves to their small group of friends rather than the entire world. It's a fine balancing act. But what we are going to need from individual governments is some you know, fairly tight guidelines on this. But ideally, we need guidelines worldwide, and that's going to be even more difficult because countries and nation states are all... We've all got completely different ideas about this technology. Do we care? Do users care? I mean, at one time, people used to get upset if you put a surveillance camera out somewhere. Big Brother's watching you. Now, of course, everyone has a surveillance camera. Is it at the point where the younger generation doesn't care about this? They just love the technology. Well, you think people don't care about it? How about you walk into um, a restaurant you've never been in before, and the waiter comes up and calls you by your full name. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on your anniversary that was last weekend. That's you know? a little creepy. Okay, so there you go. All right, Dave Mason has been with us, Director of Enterprise Security, Dark Trace. Dave, where do you think this is going in the immediate future? Um, we're going to see advancements in this technology. Uh, you're definitely going to see government try to catch up, bring out some legislation here. But as I say, the technology is going to just move faster than legislation ever will. Um, what we need is a good, big, healthy debate about the rights and wrongs of this whole technology. Absolutely. Mm. Dave Mason, Director of Enterprise Security, Dark Trace. Dave, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Speak to you next time. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.